0: This is David Martinez. I have no clue what I'm doing, but I know I'm listening to
1: the David Bowers Awards. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me. I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very
2: much, there, legendary John Bon Jovial. So glad to be here, and so glad to have you here listening to us on another The David Bowers Awards. We've got a really good show for you again. I sound like, I'm going to sound like Ed Sullivan for those of you antiques like us who remember him. Really big shoe. Really, really big shoe. Never did see his big shoes, but uh, hey, what the heck? Listen. (laughs) We have got an awful lot of good music from some great people today, so we're going to jump right into it with a tune called What I'm Working With by a young lady known as Deb Callahan. based singer-songwriter is, uh, for her, this is her sixth CD. It was recorded live at Morningstar Studios backed by her all-star band with several guest appearances by other noted instrumentalists. But her band has been together with her so long that it really has the ability to to kind of think like her and the chemistry to easily improvise whatever the mood calls for. Her previous album, Sweet Soul, received rave reviews and the newest album backbone which was just released may 18th is where you'll find what i'm working with uh, really a solid performance by a lady that we're really not terribly familiar with i mean while while she includes a range of styles the new album backbone has a blues soul rock roots feel so she kind of i won't say she crosses genders it's kind of a uh, Across uh, genres, excuse me. Uh, I, it, it's, it's not really a cross-genre thing. It's kind of a merging or a mix-up of the uh, genres. She weaves them all into one sound, and this particular album, Backbone, is made to reflect the world events in recent years. John Bon Jovi, I
1: know blues rock is always a favorite of yours. What's your opinion of this? Always has been and always will be, and my opinion is very favorable. I don't know who this young lady is, uh, and I've never heard this song before, uh, but yeah, I found myself tapping my toes, and I love the mashup that she uses, of very reminiscent of the Wrecking Crew and Tower of Power backing her up there, and it's mm-hmm. just as yep. nice. You know, pardon the expression, and it's just a real good kick-ass feel to it. You know, it, it's good music. It's just real good music.
2: Got to agree with you. The lady puts out a good sound, and uh, I'm really glad we tripped over that. That, as I said, just came out last week, so it is brand new. And listeners, you can go check her out online. Deb Callahan is her name, and the album is Backbone, something that... uh Something that her music definitely has a lot of. And we've got a lot of great music coming up with a couple of new artists new to the show. They've never been on the David Bowers Awards before. And our first guest artist was brought through us by a previous guest by the name of Tom Ticka, whom you may remember. I should tell you that Tom will be joining us again in, uh, I don't know, two, three weeks uh, with a brand new album we're going to be talking about but that's then this is now here's nolan chu with old dirt road Old Dirt Road. His name is Nolan Chu, and we're going to meet the man right now, who is a, I'm told, a master of many genres, and I'm also told that he has returned to Americana for this album. Let's find out. Nolan, come on in here and say hello. Hello. Just wanted to welcome you to the show, Nolan. It's great to have you here. That's your first time with us. Why don't you tell the folks... A little bit about you know who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you are today.
3: Okay, sure. I live in uh, Western Wisconsin, in Little Village of Star Prairie, on on a lake. I've, I grew up in an Air Force family, and uh, my dad was stationed uh, at a radar site in the early '60s down the road. And he purchased the property and the cabin, and then we moved on, went over to England, Nebraska couple other assignments and he retired and I came back here and grew up in my formative years and went into the Air Force for uh, 25 years and uh, ended up retiring and coming back to the very place on the lake that I grew up in. My wife uh, got a job at the University of Minnesota as a librarian and I never went back to work and I just pursued a path of uh, I wanted to do some spiritual searching and I wanted to uh, do some things that I wouldn't have time to if I was working in a regular uh, regime. And so I I stumbled onto music accidentally on a whim. In, In the village of Star Prairie, there's a little old general store that's been since the late 1800s. And on Thursday night, the gentleman who ran the place called Star Prairie Jerry had a jam. And all the local musicians would come and jam out on the patio. And I would go and I would sit up close to the musicians and I would look and I would watch them play. And it was, I love music as a listener, listening avidly all my life. But I never even had any inkling to pick up an instrument. You know, my, I remember my father telling us, us uh, kids, you know, we never had any talent. It's not in the Chu family for music, so, you know, <laughs> just move on and do constructive things, you know? <laughs> and, did he uh, know. <laughs> and it was amazing because I bought a used guitar at a garage sale for my 52nd birthday, and I didn't think I would ever play it. It would sit in the corner, collect dust, and I started uh, taking lessons uh, from members, some the musicians at the jam, and I learned to play guitar, and immediately I uh, knew I wanted to write songs. I'd drive my guitar instructor nuts. He'd give me a song to play, say, take this song, come back next week. And I'd taken the song, totally rearranged the chord progressions, rewritten the words, and come up with my own song. And he'd say, what is this? And I said, oh, it's the song I wrote. You know, I told you to do Dark Side of the Moon. You come back with this. I said, Yeah, let's work on this.
0: Yes. <laughs> and
3: uh, so I, I used to go to the jam and I would write my songs and I would play at the Star Prairie jam. And Star Prairie Jerry came up to me one night after I performed and he said, Nolan Chu the next John Denver. And I went, <laughs> No, the next Alan Parsons, because I, I, I I wanted to be. I wanted to record my songs, and I wanted to make records. And I wasn't interested in performing. I couldn't sing good enough. I couldn't play good enough, but I could write songs. And I wanted to see the full potential of songs developed. There just happened to be a guy, one of the musicians, who had a little stereo, had a studio set up in his basement. And he had some experience working at some of the radio stations in the Twin Cities, I'd go over there, after work with them, and we'd record my original songs. We'd get the musicians from the Star Prairie Jam to be our session musicians and our right. vocalists. We recorded a album in 2014 and made 50 copies of CDs, put them in jewel cases and sold them out, and it was like, yay. And then I said, well, you know, I want something different. I want another level. I want to see how far these songs could go. I had to learn how to write songs. I had to learn songwriting. I had to learn music fundamentals, music theory. And so I started taking music lessons from a high school teacher who gave lessons on the side, and she taught me songwriting. She taught me basic music theory. And so it started to make sense. What came to me naturally started making sense. And I started understanding of uh, the process in developing a process. And so our singing lessons and other music lessons quickly were thrown to the side and I'd come in for our lessons and we'd write a song. I'd say, look what I got in the back of an envelope. I'd have something and I'd play for <laughs> her and my guitar. She'd get on the piano, accompany me. We'd rearrange it, write a bridge. It was very formative in my songwriting because I realized at the time that the songs were pretty good, and playing along with somebody who was an accomplished musician really made the song sound a lot better. I ended up going professional, and I, it just happened right around that time, I, I got an email from Spotify that said they bought this sound better company, which offered a full range of recording services to artists. You want a lead singer, you want backup singer, you want strings, you want keyboards, you want sound engineers. And so I started with vocalists and just putting in a lead song track, for example. And then I started dealing with individuals who knew somebody who knew something else and the tracks getting deeper and richer and we started adding different layers. And I was working with two main persons, Ruttiger, a gentleman out of L.A., and Marcelo Vieira out of Portugal. Marcelo was very rock-oriented individual, and Ruttiger was very Americana. And I would write songs that were Americana-type folk country songs. I'd give them to Ruttiger, and I'd write stuff on my electric guitar, and I'd give it to Marcelo. Right, and yeah. And this was right when the pandemic hit. So everybody was sort of stuck inside. That winter, we wrote a complete album called Panacea. We did the whole thing virtually. I would sit in my living room with my little recording system. I'd bang out a song, acoustic guitar with me singing, do a demo, two, three-track demo tape, send it to Rediker. He says, you know... This stuff's pretty good. What we should do is make major record label albums. Make radio-ready stuff. Make it at that quality and see where this goes. Well, Marcelo in Portugal, the other side of the world, at approximately the same time said the same thing. You know you know what we should do? We should make major record label songs. We should try to see how... And, and Marcelo knew and Ricardo Dick, who's a sound engineer, a killer guitar and bass player, And the first time I heard him play lead guitar, it blew my mind away. And Marcelo said, yeah, not bad for a bass player, huh? And I went, (laughs) oh, my God. This guy was so – and then his girlfriend was Sandrine Orsini, who is one of the most accomplished singers in France and Spain and Portugal. And it was like, oh, my God, the level of talent combined with the varieties. I mean, I had like three or four singers on, on the team, female and vocal for a good mix. I had three sound engineers, four producers, four people that played keyboards, three people that played guitar, you know, and it was like, wow, this is a dream come true.
2: That's really an amazing story there. The thing that really gets me is you didn't start this until you were 50 years old.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I never uh, had a never had a clue I could even do it.
2: It certainly shows
1: that you're never too late. John Bon Jovi, there's hope for you yet. <laughs> no, I guess so. I don't know. I'm an old dog. Can I be taught new tricks? Who knows? But uh, hey, Nolan, welcome to the show. It is absolutely marvelous to have you here, and I'm not being facetious when I say that. It really is cool. That is a great well, song. Thanks. I want to circle back to Old Dirt Road old because I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening to this. And I'm racking my brain because I hear something in it and I'm starting to put it together as far as I don't know if you use this as an influence, if it ever crossed your mind. But I, the light bulb all of a sudden went off and I'm thinking to myself, what does this sound like to me? The influence came across from an old obscure Buffalo Springfield song, Expecting to Fly. Are you familiar with that? I'm familiar with that song,
3: but I didn't hear that song till after I'd written older road. And older, the, the, the way, but the
1: the way the guitar work, the 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 melodic guitar work, the surreal sound that you produced into that, is just kind of enveloping me. And I'm listening to this, and I'm thinking, where have I heard this before? It was like, wait a minute. It's, so I, I did, you uh, know, I went was, to the Google machine. <laughs>
3: That's amazing that you say that because I've profoundly been influenced by that Laurel Canyon vibe that took place in California, that California right, yeah. sound of the mid-60s to the mid-70s. And there was a lot of that type of a, of a sound. And it's really rubbed off. I've, uh, I've written two or three songs that have that type of a flavor. And, and it's amazing because when, when I first wrote that song, I wasn't planning on writing a country song. I was just doodling around in the Kia sea, and I was taking a walk down this road that wraps around the lake where I live, and I was just nostalgic thinking how the area had changed so much since when I grew up. I, I don't know that I can
1: necessarily consider it a country, though. In listening to it, it kind of made me think, how would i want to listen to this song and i reminisced back to the days where we might have picked up a certain herbal product from mexico for example say and <laughs> inhaled yeah maybe we inhaled it a little bit and just but let it take us for a ride and mm-hmm. that's what i got out of that's what i got out of this thinking to myself, you know, 50 years ago, that would have been pretty cool.
3: <laughs> well, you know, that, that's amazing you said that, because I just had an interview the other day, and they asked me what I wanted to accomplish from my mu- music, and I said, I want to get in people's heads. I want them to play a story in their heads based on their experiences, their lifetime, and it's a triggering mechanism to something that's innately in, in all of us, and that song does it. It's hard to do, but every once in a while. But it was that nostalgic flavor. And, and I think what Rebeker did with the, with the electric guitar, in that solo where, you know, the, the front of the song is acoustic. And then he starts the solo acoustic, goes electric, crescendo, back to the acoustic. And that's where you get a little bit of that little California sound, that little more raw, Americana rock.
0: Right,
2: part exactly. Two. Tell us about... The new album, New Day at Dawn. New
3: Day at Dawn, I put out two albums right back to back. One of them was Fight or Flight that I put out last winter. And it was very hard rock and it was a concept album that was very heavy about the evolution of the new world order after, I mean, the world order after World War II and you throw in a, a pandemic and, and the war in Central Asia. And it seems like things are falling apart. And there was a lot of chaos and trying to get the grip of all the insanity coming out of that period. Well, after that album was out, New Day at Dawn, it was like, I need therapy. After going through that, (laughs) you know, I want to take a breath. And I want to get back to the basics of what being a human being stuck in a body is. That was New Day at Dawn song was looking out the window with a cup of coffee in my hand one morning and seeing the condensation rise off the fence and dew glisten on the lawn and the birds were singing and it's like, wow. It's a, you know, every day's a do-over. You know, every day's a, a new day to start from scratch. That was my attitude. I told my wife, I said, fight or flight, that was before therapy. Well, New Day at Dawn is after therapy. <laughs> You know, a basic flavor, it starts out with a car song and and then goes into a counterculture Woodstock type of a folk song and then it goes into indie pop. But it's not heavy, it's not political, it's not, it's about love and it's about life and it's about, you know, being a human being and experience the full. Embrace of what it means to be alive and your good days and your bad days, but sometimes we don't concentrate enough on the sunshine, on the bright side.
2: I've seen the reviews. And uh, there is a recurring theme there that is much of what you were just saying. You know that uh, every day is a new beginning. You can start over, no matter how crappy your day was today. You, there's tomorrow. You've got a chance to do it over, get it right this time. That kind of thinking. And I know the reviews have been very strong. A and R Factory called the previous album a triumph and said this new record will blow all of those releases out of the water. One review went on to say that every song is a winner, a beautifully produced gem. I wouldn't be at all surprised if you've got some ear bugs in the album.
3: Well, you picked two good tracks, but they're all of the same, the same feeling and the the same, and they fit together. So, so well, Ruddicker and Ivy Marie have worked with me before and they work together. Well, and, like, there's a song on their Sweet Pea, that is yeah. a, a duet that mm-hmm. is just, you know, just little beauty, you know, the song of, of of a young couple who, you know, had their problems and, you know, he's had problems with uh, alcohol and it affected the relationship. And now he's trying to, you know, get his act together and, and pleading to her not to throw the bum out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, right. Uh, one of those stories people can relate to in, in life.
2: I will say that I agree with you from the two tracks we heard. We're going to play Sweet Pea here in just a moment, but before we do, I want to give you a chance to tell the folks real quick how they can find you online, how they can contact you if they want, and, of course, how they can get your music.
3: Okay. Well, you can go to my website at starprairieproject.net, and that's got contact information. We're on all the major streaming platforms. So just search us. Just put in Star Prairie Project, and and we'll pop up.
2: I read where you just broke into the top 10 in the UK iTunes charts.
3: Yeah, with Old Dirt Road. Yeah, it blew my mind. That was only been out a few days. That that was like, wow. I'm thrilled. I mean, I'm just, you know, there's nothing better than having an artist have his work recognized.
2: Absolutely. And we're happy for you. We're also thrilled that you came and spent some time with us today want you to know you're part of our family now, so keep in touch, and we'd love to have you come back in the future.
3: Well, thank you so
2: much. I'd love to come back. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Nolan Chu, and the group is Star Prairie Project, and here is Sweet Pea. I really really enjoyed that. He does have a uh, he does have a commercial appeal, but it's good solid music. It's not just like, you know, those those places that just churn out commercial music to to sell records. Just got some good solid stuff. Don't you think, John Bon Jovi?
1: I I do. This has a definite commercial flair to it. Sweet Pete does. Uh, and I also I really really liked Old Dirt Road, and that has more of an ethereal, dreamlike quality to it. I don't know how commercially viable it is, but I liked it, and well, I would it endorse it. Uh, it can't be bad if it made the UK iTunes top
2: ten chart and
1: you I know, first I kind of was re- very surprised to hear you say that. That's uh, that that was uh, that's pretty good endorsement. It, it really yeah, it kind is. Of,
2: kind of speaks to the quality yeah. of the music and I agree with you old dirt road has something just a little bit more than the average yeah. americana song it does it does it's got I think it's got a broad appeal you yeah. know and it goes back to what we've talked with a couple of the guests on the show you put out good music people are going to buy it. And uh, Sweepy shows that he can go a little harder commercial sound, too. So I think the gentleman's got a heck of a future in front of him, and I certainly will be following. hope you will, too, listeners. We also hope that you will follow our friends, Titty Bingo, who have provided our theme song for going on 11 years now. And uh, we love the guys to death. They're down in Texas putting out some great rock and roll. Check them out. You'll find them at tittybingo.com. Also want to thank... All of our friends at Rochester Free Radio, our flagship station uh, that you just heard John Bon jovi mention, they are the ones that carry the David Bowers Awards every Saturday morning and uh, followed immediately by Steve Litvack's Rock and Roll Rumble. And after that, Armand spins all kinds of, you don't know the word for it, but it's music, much of which you may never have heard before but he comes up with some great stuff. He's a legend in Rochester. If you're ever up in the Rochester, New York area, check him out and check out his House of Guitars because that is a museum. You'll be surprised at some of the souvenirs you'll find there at the House of Guitars in Rochester. Thank you all for that, all of our friends at Rochester Free Radio, including my good buddy Jeff Moulton, who does the ABC Oldies show on Saturday night, and, of course, the boss man, Brian Judah, Sunday. Rocks the Rock. A lot of good music there. John Bon Jovi I think it's time for us to move on to our next guest. He's a multifaceted artist. He's a singer, a composer songwriter. He also does production mixing, engineering and even voiceover work. He's worked with several notable record labels. You're going to learn a lot about this man when you listen to his great new release. This is a heavy duty song. You'll want to hear this. Prem Murti, love and peace.
0: We must get
2: Prem Murthy and Company. The song is Love and Peace, a song that brings together artists from various parts of the world to celebrate the values of kindness, unity, and understanding. And we're going to meet the gentleman who put it all together right now, Mr. Prem Murthy from India. Come on in and say hello.
4: Hi, this is Prem Murthy, and it's an honor to have myself on your show and thank you so much, David, for calling me.
2: We are honored to have you here with us as well. And what a beautiful and impressive song you have here. Tell us first, before we talk about the song, because a lot of, a lot of our listeners are not overly familiar with you, tell us a little bit about yourself and your, your history in music.
4: So I am Premurti from India, and I am working here as a singer, as a music composer, producer, and also as a voiceover artist. So, in India, I'm as a, as a voiceover artist, I am working in mainly the language of India, that's Hindi. And as a singer, I am working with so many music composers in India and abroad. So, I started my musical journey as a promo producer in an FM station. And later, I started producing music for other composers. And later on, as a full-time music producer music composer and then as a singer I did so many songs for myself also for other composers also and uh, after f- producing so many commercial songs uh, I had an idea to do something that is uh, that is beyond this thing that uh, without thinking of the song uh, without thinking the commercial aspect of the song I wanted to make a song that is a song which should be uh, anything about uh, Harmony, togetherness, peace, etc. And uh, yeah, then the idea of love and peace came to me.
2: Thank you very much. That's very good. And you're absolutely right. Uh, It is a beautiful song of peace and understanding. And you have some special people that are recording that with you. And I know the first name that I saw was
4: Natalie from Hawaii. Tell us about Natalie. There is an interesting thing about this song also. That... uh, before, before doing this song, I was not very aware of any of the artists. Like I just met every one of these people mm-hmm. like during Christmas last year, near like 25th December last year. So I was talking to Natalie on uh, Facebook, and before this song, like we hadn't done any song together, so this was the first song also. We were just casually talking to each other on. Facebook Messenger and uh, I shared my idea that I am trying to like I want to make a song and till then I had just a tune like just just a scratch composition and a, a rough uh, musical groove ready for with me and I have hummed the tune that and I asked Natalie if she would be interested in just listening to this song I shared that I wanted to make something which will be like a song about uh, peace etc and there is a shanti, shanti means peace. So in India, shanti mantra that you will hear in the song also. So I just asked her that I have an idea where I will be like putting the Indian mantra and the English lyrics together. So I'm not sure whether it is going to sound good or what. So I want to just share the scratch idea with you. And yeah, then she said, yes, she would be, she would love to hear the song. So it was then I mailed her the scratch composition. And yes, she loved it. So this is how we got our lead singer also. So just I asked if you would be interested in singing the song. And uh, I told her that Mike Greenlee is an American lyricist who is going to, write like the lyrics also so he's in touch with me these days so
2: you also have a young lady who we're familiar with she's been on the show before anne-marie Paserno. and marie a
4: very special thing about her even i was unknown to her just like all the artists but she's a person who is so uh, resourceful so helpful to like a stranger like me also like she didn't know me before this, I had done a lo-fi, official lo-fi mix of the Divine Tides album with Ricky Case. This was the only thing in Grammy community that I had done. And Mary was unknown to me, I was unknown to her. And uh, whatever little doubts I had, she used to she used to help me with uh, these things. And when I had the idea of this song also, I'd share with her and... Yeah, she showed interest in she was excited to do this song also, so she's one of the best person I have met met in recent times and
2: she is. Such, I
4: loved her voice.
2: Yes, she's got an exceptional range and and a style that just I don't know, it just lends energy to whatever she does. She's got a, she
4: puts her heart into it. Yes. Yeah, as a human being also and uh, as a singer also, like you can ask her to sing anything. She has a, like her vocal range is so good that from Low to mid-octave to high, she can sing anything. And and she she, will. hmm. Yeah,
2: She definitely will. She's supposed to be joining us. If she can break free and get to a phone, uh, she wanted to join us before we ended our talk with you. I thank her for putting this together for us. Now, the lyrics, as I understand, were co-written by Mike Greenlee. Now, Mike is an American writer, and as I understand, he's the man behind Our Great Virginia, which is the... Traditional state anthem of the state of Virginia. How did you come together with Mike Greenley?
4: Yeah, it was also around Christmas that I was wishing everyone happy uh, Merry Christmas. and uh, Yeah, Mike is uh, I think uh, in our team he's a senior most person, but at the same time he's the most enthusiastic person also. So when I talked to him and wished him everything New Year and Christmas, uh, he also showed interest that in future he will be happy to work with me since I am composer from India and. And uh, mm-hmm. while talking to, via email, while face, with Facebook also, I came to know more about him, and uh, yeah, I decided that yeah, he is the best person mm-hmm. with uh, so much uh, experience as a lyricist, and as a speaker, the type of lyrics and selection of words that I needed for this song, he was the best choice.
2: Fantastic, and I, I get the impression that you're a good person to be with around Christmas time, because you put all of this together (laughs) through contact that you've made around Christmas. If you're interested in possibly getting together with Prem be sure. And... uh, Get together with him and wish him a Merry Christmas, okay? <laughs> but, uh, it, apparently, you uh, you gave them all a very nice Christmas present. John Bon Jovial, you've been awfully quiet there. Come on in and join the party.
1: Well, I've just been enjoying the conversation, and Prim, welcome to the show. It really is uh, very, very cool indeed to have you. Here in the United States, I guess the USA is is kind of looked at as a bellwether for influence on contemporary music and traditionally has been for the last, oh, I don't know, 60, 70 years or so. But when you're not writing music, is there a genre of music that you prefer to listen to? Is it rock and roll? Is it something that would be classical or country? Eastern European traditional folk music? Uh, what, what is it? That you like to listen to when you're off duty:
4: I listen to almost all genres like uh, I'm not very uh, particular about just one or two genres that I will prefer, but I like uh, global music and uh, I like uh, more like pop music, uh, hip-hop music. I sure. listen to almost um, everything
2: That's kind of kind of uh, common with. Uh, artists, uh, especially artists that work in the areas that you do, they, they have an appreciation and listen to most kinds of music. It's kind of like our show. We have uh, we have not drawn any lines as far as genres are concerned. Although we have let's see, we've never had opera on here, and we've never had a pure classical orchestra. But I think we've we've touched on most other genres at one time or another. So it's uh, it's a good thing to. To have that feeling of being open and appreciating all types of music before we have to say goodbye and let you go tell us if you would please what you have coming up for the next uh, say year or so uh,
4: firstly i was waiting for this song to come out so that people would come to know more about my music that my style of music and about my abilities and as a collaboration what can they expect from me so i was waiting for the release of this song so now, this, when this song is already out on the internet, so I'm looking forward to other collaborators who can join me. And uh, from India, I'm doing lots of Hindi song. Hindi is mother tongue of India, so I'm doing a lot oh, of Hindi song and folk music. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to other people also who would love to work with me.
2: Well, we'll pass that word on. We have a, we have some friends over there in India that we have worked with for oh the last what three four years now. Uh, friends at Lazy Indie Music Magazine. So I'm sure if they pick up on this, uh, they'll get the word out. We're almost out of time, Prem. Tell us how people get in touch with you and where they can find you online.
4: Uh, People can find me on all social media platforms, from Facebook, Instagram uh, to YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, everyone. My name is Prem Murthy, and they can find me there.
2: Very good. And for those of you that aren't familiar with the name, Prem is P, as in Peter, R-E-M, as in Michael, and the last name Murti, M-U-R-T-I, Prem, Murti, and we thank you so very much for coming and spending time and sharing with us. Thank you so very much. We do appreciate it. want to share with you that you are, once you're on our show, you're part of our family. So we'd like to keep in touch with you. Please keep in touch with us.
4: Thank you so much, David, for having me on the show. It was truly an honor to talk to you people. And, yeah, thank you so much.
2: Well, the pleasure and honor is ours, sir. We are so happy that you came and shared time with us, ladies and gentlemen. Prem Murti from India. And as we mentioned, one of the ladies on the song that you heard of his, Love and Peace, is a former guest here on the David Bowers Awards, Anne-Marie Pisserno. And we're going to play a tune by her she was going to try to be here with us today, apparently could not make it. But we're going to play one of her tunes as a salute. And thank you to Anne-Marie for putting us together with Prem. And here is Anne-Marie Bacerno with Bonfire. Many a story has been told
1: round the bonfire. A fire
5: of passion deep down inside. Regret and tears I cannot hide, but I have a fire burns round me. I've in dreams, Emotions spite Memories blaze to shed a light I'm i like from within. Light up the night Celebration
2: Bonfire, that's Anne-Marie Paserno, and we thank her so much for enabling us to get together with Prem Murthy and his beautiful and powerful song, Love and Peace, which she contributed to, and we thank you, our listeners, for joining with us today. We look forward to you being back here again next week. Meanwhile, John von Jovial, I think it's
1: time for you to take us home the long and winding road oh no (laughs) that's a different band altogether uh folks you did it again we sure do appreciate the fact that you spent an hour of your time with us here at the david bowers awards and, and we really do appreciate your presence each and every week the david bowers awards is broadcast around the world from our studios in naples florida and of course from the valley of the sun in tempe arizona And we are available for free on most of these streaming services. So join us next week, if you would, for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday on WRFC FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York. And if you're out of their range, then you can always find them on RochesterFreeRadio.com. And you can listen to the David Bowers Awards noon Eastern on Saturday and then on Sunday, you'll find us on Vlog Talk Radio at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all the other crew of folks here at the Radio Ranch, I am the legendary John Bon Jovial saying, just love each other. That's all what it's all about. Be good to each other and wash your hands. That's very important. Good hygiene. You know what I mean? So we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.